Hey friends, this is Pastor James, Crossroads Church. Financial pressures, depression, and just the crumminess of being a parent. Today's topic, do I have what it takes? This is Pastors on Pop. Welcome to Pastors on Pop. I'm here today with my co-host. Denise McAnally. All right. And we are, as a church, we're looking at parenting right now and the, the, the obstacles to parenting well in modern culture. And one of those things is just the, the pressure that parents feel, feel, just the idea that, man, like it's hard to be good for my kids right. when I'm not good, Right. And there's so many pressures. I mean, maybe for you guys, like what are some of the pressures that you and your husband feel that that are crushing you that it's not even your kids' issues? It's like for you guys. For just for us. That was an intense question. Well, that is intense. Thanks for putting that right over on me. (laughs) Well, you know, my family's been through so much in the last three years. The changes, I mean, um, by the time COVID hit and everybody's life was already starting over, ours had already started over a year before that. So um, my daughter, when she was diagnosed with cancer so it changed our whole life and the dynamic of everything and so it hit hard reality hit hard for us and I'm not saying you know I'm not saying everybody doesn't have it hard but by the time COVID rolled around we were like what nothing you know we all it was it was nothing for us but so we all deal with things differently we all um, have different uh, problems and it doesn't make anybody else's problems less or their struggles that they have less Um, just Is that what you're asking? Sorry, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think of uh, times that my wife and I have been at odds, or there's financial pressures, or there's there's work pressures, right? And it's like, and it's all this stuff that is going on in your life, but you're trying to kind of firewall it from your kids because it's not their issue, right? Does it make sense? And you're trying to protect them, but you're trying to hold back this wall of stuff in your own. And things Life. that you're struggling with. That's yeah. right. You know, it, and it's it's so funny because I just can't. <laughs> for us as a family, really, a lot of our issues have been parent related. That doesn't sound good about our family, but we ha- we haven't had a lot of the outside struggles like that. Um, mostly, the struggles that we've had have been really deep hitting in family. Yeah. So we've all been a part of it. We haven't really had to set stuff a- aside, but the kids still look to you to see how you're going to react and you know are we sad now are we happy are we still being hopeful you know we we're getting different news and how are we reacting so i would say you know coming in on a solid front and both of us trying to uh, navigate that and stay stay on the same page that's huge and i vividly remember uh, i should have saw it coming but our rehearsal dinner for gretchen and i and her her family she's she's from the south and i'm i'm from the west coast and her family was at a table and ours and her family you know the forks were in the right place napkins on the on the lap and on my table like the eight-year-olds were like diving across the table and like drinking champagne got you okay. and that was normal for my family and and i and i saw these two tables and like oh my gosh it's just like this is converging and that was just marriage like there weren't kids involved in that so at, at what time did you feel um, maybe the idea that I can't do this? Oh, like, what time? Yeah, like, like as a as a parent. So so we're transitioning okay. from 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 our issues, right? But to like the the expectations of parenthood, and where uh, maybe you you got to a place of like I, or uh, maybe I can't do this, or maybe 
I might suck at this. Yeah, and I, I would have to say that was every day and, <laughs> and continuing forward every day still. Um, I have that feeling, just that little voice in the back of my head saying, what, what are you doing? You have these three people and you are really messing up royally. So, yes, I do have that feeling and it's every day and it continues to be every day. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, for me, I remember, uh, I remember feeling... Like, I was really into the idea of, like, making kids. Like, I thought that was a really cool idea. Yeah. But once once, once they came, and especially as a, like, just a speaking for a guy, mm -hmm. like, I don't think I understood what I could do early on. Does it make sense? Because I didn't have the hardware. I could hold the baby at night. I could change a diaper. So right. I was diligent to do what I could do. But um, – I didn't really know what my purpose was. Does it make sense? Because, so yeah, yeah. And I would, you know, and I would say that that's probably true for women too, except you kind. This is going to be really sexist, maybe, but the men get a pass, right? So everything's really reflected on the woman. So it's, I mean, obviously, I'm saying this because I am a woman. Yeah. And, but but you could be like, oh, the dumb dad that sits in the corner and doesn't have to do anything. But so that everything kind of falls on us. Totally. So, but you know, I'm not saying I love men and I think that they're worthwhile. I, and I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to, put you, you know, you, you have a lot of your stresses too financially, um, most of the time that you were the breadwinners in the family. So I'm not saying that. Um, but I think a, we feel the same thing. Women feel the same thing. We may have the hardware, we may be able to feed the babies and, and supposed to have some innate uh, quality in us that knows exactly how to keep this thing alive, but we kind of. If I'm being honest, we're just kind of winging it too. Well, and and that's and that's good to hear. And yeah. and I remember early on when when my wife started speaking up about, I just need to get out of the house, yeah. or or even in a loving way saying, I I need to get away from her, or I need to get away from him. So and so she would like get the bottles ready, and she'd set me up for success. Like right. unless I dropped the kid, like like. I couldn't fail. Right. But she would just leave and go to Target. Oh, my favorite. I've got to do grocery shopping. Oh, my that's, gosh. That's our thing. Like, we'd get all dressed <laughs> up and ready to go grocery shopping because it was just a way. Right. Hey, my name is Matt Manning, and I am the senior pastor here at Crossroads Church. And hopefully you are loving what you're listening to today. If you are, we would love for you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a comment. We read all of them. And if you like it, we'd love for you to share this with a friend. Every week we get together as a church to celebrate what God is doing. And you can join us every Sunday at 830, 10, and 1130 online or in-house. Let's get back to the podcast. Yeah. So, so part of... Part of parenting experience for me is you got you've got to be healthy. Like like, I think of the the picture of every time I fly and they say if if there's a drop in cabin pressure, put the mask on yourself mm -hmm. and then care for the people that are with you. And and like in that setting, it makes sense because I mean like a dead body is right. hard to navigate. But you can't. But as it relates to parents, you can't help them if you're not healthy. Right. So so it really resonates. Um, and I think early on for me, I struggled because it felt selfish to think of what do I need mm -hmm. when it's like you have a wife and you have kids. It's like, don't, it's not about you, bro, you right. know, but, it, but it needs, it to, needs be to be at some level. Yes. And that was so hard. I, I know for sure the first, gosh, this is going to be horrible. Like the first five years of went from having my first to the, when then I had third, that my third, I didn't figure that out. I didn't. I hadn't figured out that it that I have to still do stuff for me, 
And I really got lost in that. I was just a mom. Wow. Just a mom. And, and you know, I was Emma's mom, Ben's mom, Faith's mom. Everywhere I went, I was just the mom. And that was really hard to get out of. And still, even still now, I mean, they're older. A lot of my life revolves around those kids. So that's hard. So uh, let me ask. So are you saying a beyond just energy level, like that your identity? Oh, yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. My, huh. Everything about me changed. Wow. I went from being fun Denise, you know, doing doing her own thing, to being responsible to keep these things alive. Wow. These things. Yeah. I keep saying things. These people, <laughs> these human beings, these precious children of God. And then I had to keep them alive. And, I yeah. was, and, so, and that's all I focused on. And selfishly, I wanted... Um, perfection from them or anything that they would do to mess up would would look bad on me right yeah and I was really bad at that I wanted my kids to um, seem like they had it all together so that we all looked like we had it all together so did did something happen that you realized that you needed to be an advocate for yourself or that you needed to take care of you that 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 you built some disciplines into your life to Fill your own tanks? Well, yes. And I'm blessed to have two sisters. And so they yeah. get real. And yeah. my sister, I have a sister who has children and one who does not. And the sister who does not have children said, you know, where are you? What's going on? You've got to pull your stuff together. You, the Denise that you were, you've got to be able to go out with us. You've got to be able to do stuff with us yeah. without worrying about your kids or, you know. And I had a partner. I had Craig. Right. So I'm married. I know a lot of grandparents are raising their kids and or you're single parenting and that's super hard. But you have to find somebody to help you, yeah. somebody to come along you. And you have to find somebody who's real with you, like my sisters, who's more real than your sisters or your brothers. Yeah. Right. That just tells you you're falling apart. Yeah. This is this isn't doing good for anybody. Yeah, no, it's so good. And uh, for me, we're we're I I kind of fumbled into taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. So we, we were, we were living in Seattle and in the wintertime, I mean, it's, it feels like eight o'clock in the morning all the time, right? It's, it's, it's overcast <laughs> and it's kind of cold and I have a lot of energy and I kind of need to get rid of it. So, but I knew I couldn't come home and then peace out and go to the gym for an hour and a half. Right. right? I mean, I could, but I, she would have left yeah. me. Right. Right. So, so I, I, I started the discipline of just biking to work. So it was about a five or six mile ride home. And uh, so I got into the discipline of every, like I'd ride to work and I'd ride home. And something in that 20, 25 minute ride in the rain, mm -hmm. man, like I got home, I took a warm shower and I was present. Right. And, and like I, I totally stumbled upon it. Nobody encouraged me to do that. But I, was, but I realized like I got rid of some energy got my heart rate pumping and I'm able to actually focus because the next, the next, you know, hour and a half of my life was like, let's eat, let's clean up and let's get them to bed. And then we win. Like we won another day. Yeah. Does it make sense? Shoo, check. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I had to, I had to figure out how to feed myself in that mm -hmm. space. Um, and that, that really became a lifeline to where, yeah. Well, I, and I had to transition from doing everything for them to where they could kind of morph into my world. Yeah. Like, so when we'd go on bike rides, obviously I'd have the seat in the back and then the big, huge trailer behind us with the kids. And we could go as far as I wanted because they're all captive. I know they're safe. They're in their little thing. Um, but they had to move. You know, I had to do some things ahead of time, give them a coloring book back there or whatever, make sure that they're safe in their seats. But it was about me. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to to do that and they had to move their lives around me that was the big switch yeah when you first have kids i feel like you do everything exactly for them and what's going to be best for them and then you figure out oh they need to be more comfortable in my life yeah i can't just disappear yes yeah 
Yeah, exactly. So, so what, when we think about uh, feeding ourselves and, and uh, bringing our healthiest self forward, uh, part of the tension for me is, because uh, I, I see it, like there's, there's the good of doing something that feeds your soul, mm-hmm. um, but then it's easy for a good thing to become a bad thing. Right. Or like feeding my soul, it, it can become an escape. So where all of a sudden my hobby or my, I mean, a fitness is a great example, right? Like, um, like it's good to get your heart pumping every day and, you know, do a half hour, 40 minute workout. But when that turns into, I do it for, you know, two and a half hours and then I go to yoga and all of a sudden it's like, it's this big thing in my life that my kids and my spouse or like that it's so important to me that it's actually an escape. Does it make sense? Right. Like it's an obstacle rather than a resource that's actually helping you thrive. Do you uh, do you see that with with uh, people that you interact with where a good thing becomes a bad thing because they're kind of using it to Oh, definitely. Escape? There's so many different ways to escape, right? Um yeah, you can join so many clubs and, and join so many things that you're never available. You're never there. Yeah. Um, you can go to the gym. I, I see that a lot uh, where you're there for hours and hours, which is good for you. But it is you escaping. You're, oh, I can't do that because I have to do this work a lot. And I see that a lot with men. Um, yeah. Longer hours, more traveling because it's easier. And it's easy to justify. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you're, you're the bread maker, right? You know. Yeah. Again, this is sounding really sexist, but I'm just saying in certain situations, when the male works outside of the house yeah, and yeah. the woman stays at home, this yeah. is what you see. <laughs> well, and, and and I think both both or with a, a single parent situation, I mean, oh, yeah. all of those things can can easily become a trap to where to where feeding yourself is is almost more of a priority. I mean, I so. I'll throw this out there. Like I, I observe um, women a handful of times. Like especially growing up and g- going to the park with my kids. Like a lot of women on their phones. So they're, oh, yes. they're does it make sense? Mm-hmm. And and uh, and again, men men do it too. But like the idea of like we're at the park, but I'm I, like, and I, I don't know what they're looking at, right? But it's just like, but 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 it's but it's almost like it, it could be an escape it where is it's an like escape. Abs- yeah. Your kid, and you know that your kids are doing things, but you're not participating in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, phones huge. TV. Um, we do that. Yeah. 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 So okay. Well, good. <laughs> well, um, so so uh, let's get practical. So what what advice would you have uh, for for parents to feed themselves so that they can really bring their best self forward for, for the, the lives of their kids. Cause I, I think one, we have to get real mm-hmm. that you need to know um, that you need to be healthy to actually function in a healthy way for others. So it, one, I think just throwing this out there is you got to give yourself permission. Yes. Like take care of yourself. Definitely. And not have the guilt of doing things for yourself because you're still a person. Yeah. And I think I lost that for a while. And I think a lot of people do when they have kids. Um, yeah, you you have to give yourself permission to go out there and do things for you. And I think it looks different for everybody. Totally. I think you find what's good for you. Um, I love reading. You know, one of my biggest mistakes <laughs> that I've made, and now I'm my 
my whole schedule is still kind of messed up. I would, after the kids, I put them all to bed, then I would have my me time right. So I'd stay up and read. Yeah. Well, I'm not very good at putting down the book. And so I'd be up to like four in the morning and still my, my <laughs> schedule is so off. But anyways, um, I've learned to live with very little sleep. That's one of the things. But, you know, find a place in your life. Maybe it's not four in the morning, but maybe it's sometime that when you're just alone and you can do things. Um, I, I went to Bible studies where I knew that my kids were being taken care of by somebody else, but I was being fed yeah. so that I could feed into them. And I knew that they were being taken care of from somebody that I could trust. Yeah. And if you have the family, I mean, grandparents aunts, uncles, um, or just close relatives, close, you know, you can do, I see a lot of people in our neighborhood whose um, family is out of town, do like kind of kids swap yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like I'll take them this week, we're gonna go on a date, just my husband and I, or I'm gonna go out with my friends and let's switch next week, we'll watch the kids. Yeah. Which is good for your kids too, you guys, seriously, COVID, we are not socializing our kids enough. <laughs> really, yeah. so we need to socialize our kids, get them out there and then that's a way that we can feed ourselves too. And I think, and I think part of it is know is is spend the energy to get to know yourself. What you so you do. know what what feeds you. You know, so mm -hmm. like uh, for me, I used to ride bikes, and then when I got back out there, and I was like, I like this. Like I love turning off the computer, putting my jacket on, and like getting out in the elements. Like gosh, that. But so like now, fast forward. You know, we're here in Colorado, but I love the elements. Like I love. I love still riding, but now I know I can feed my soul by just going for a walk and seeing the mountains every day. Like like being out there and feeling the crispness of the air, like it does something for me. Does it make sense? And I, I know that about myself to where other men that I know love video games. And that's and that's their 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 place to kind of clear their head. Uh, maybe accomplish something. Like I I don't really understand video game world, but maybe uh, maybe if you you know kill a bunch of people like you yeah I, uh, you feel like well I, I accomplished that I'm I mean <laughs> and I'm not I'm not slamming video games but uh, that's not my outlet like mm -hmm. the controller's too confusing right that's why I walk and stare at mountains because <laughs> I'm a pretty simple guy right because that's easy for you yeah <laughs> I can usually find them yes and and I can just you walk towards it I can stare yeah so um but but spending the energy to know what feeds you and then like uh, you said, like, like if, if you're a single parent or with your spouse or with family, like you could probably go to anybody who you trust and say, hey, w would you be willing to watch my kid for an hour a week or an hour twice a week so that I can go do this and, and just kind of keep my head together? Yes. You know, where it, it's not a, hey, every day, but every now and then, would you be willing to do this for me? And I think we do have a sense of community enough I mean, as jacked up as our country and our world is, I, I think there are people in our lives that we could find that person that would actually support us in that. Oh, yeah. And and move beyond that. Definitely. I mean, and, you know, if, if you're not um, attending, like, just Crossroads, if you don't have a community group through that, do yeah. something in your neighborhood. But, like, yeah. community groups here, amazing. Yeah. Because you, you're meeting together and you're being fed, and then your kids are off with people that are similar to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know they're safe. <laughs> and I really, my my only last last thought is, uh, like, I I encourage people, like parents, to stay off social media. I mean, for uh, for me, like, I'm not on there very often, but man, every time I go and I see pictures of other families and like their vacations or you know my kids going to this school and like what a, it it like there isn't a scorecard. 
Right. Does it make sense? And and God is writing the story, like our stories, and he's writing our kids' story. And the chapter you're in is the chapter you're in. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the book. No. And I think I think every time we see those snapshots, I think it 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 causes us to or it, it very much does for me. I compare myself to other men and other families and I'm like, gosh, we're we're behind because my kid's not going to that school or because we yeah. we couldn't afford a trip here. Who cares? Right. But that is really that's really an unhealthy way it is. to live to, and to yeah. look at things because you don't know what the bad stuff that's going on with them. Right. You exactly. Just see the happy. But oh, yeah, it's that that envy that gets in there that sneaks in there. That's the enemy coming in and trying to make you think that you've got less. Yeah. And we just you just need to remember to be just thankful for every day and thankful for what you have. And it's easy for me to say on yeah. this podcast, but it's, it is harder to live, live it, but just be thankful. Yeah. And know some people have it better than you and some people do not. And really the, the other caveat that for me is uh, like, I think that's one of the powerful things that the church can do is, is um, I mean, a lot of people think of churches and Christianity as like, it's a sermon and it's music and it's it's kids activities. But the reality is being a part of a community mm-hmm. um, where you have that support, like we talked about in our, our last podcast we did. But also, I mean, singing songs that remind me uh, that God is in control. Right. And or even the affirmation that God is in control and he loves me. Yes. Like because it's that takes easy. a lot of the stress off, it right? It does. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't have to have all this. No way. I don't have all the answers. And the real truth is you can't do it on your own. So when we're saying, can I do this? Can I be a parent? Well, no, not really by yourself. Yeah. You need God or, or well, I'll just stick with that. You need yeah. God. <laughs> and it's incredibly encouraging to me when I remind myself that the message of Christianity is not that we're happy, clappy people and all of our kids are all buttoned up clean. It's yeah. that we're broken. We're sinful creatures that God chose to love and that jesus jesus came into our story to set us free and and he's literally leading us through our story into these greater purposes Uh. so it it takes all the pressure off us of like you got to get it together rather than i just have to join god and like put my feet where he tells me to walk and he'll lead us out of out of the mess and i don't think people hear that hope Mm. of christianity and I think for us, it's like, man, uh, that's why I, I so value friendships like ours and and this community that we have of like, hey, we're 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 messed up people that are fumbling through it, uh, as God leads us forward into it. And that's the beautiful thing about Christianity and being in the church. You know, for, that's like the first thing you learn. Yes, you're not good enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're sinful. This is a fallen world. Everything's yucky yeah I'll say yucky again because i want to stick with that word it's just <laughs> yucky you're yucky everything around is bad and you can't do it on your own you need something else yes and you need someone else and there's that need that hunger inside of you that tells you that you cannot do it on your own so you're not going to be good enough and that knowing that it's freeing it is it sound i mean it could sound depressing but knowing that there there is a god that loves us yeah oh and did everything for us, sent his own son for us so that we could be messy and ugly and still have find happiness and joy through him and hope. Yeah. Hope is what we yeah. need, hope. Awesome. Well, Denise, thank you. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's been great spending some time with you as we strive to 
to, to parent well, but to really bring our best, best self forward for the life that God's invited us into and for the sake of our kids and our community and all this. This is not our practice life, <laughs> and, uh, and it really is our desire to do it well together. So thanks for being with us. Denise, you're amazing, oh, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.